This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now! What's going on? No episode on Friday, so we are back after a semi-long weekend from after nine, and Mm -hmm. that's just going to be kind of the way December rolls, everybody. There might not be a new episode every day. It's a weird one. I think it's weird for everybody December because uh, some people want to take extra long vacation time. Some people's Christmas vacation, for example, is going to be extended. Uh, We know schools are out at different times, too, so it's a weird month, but like I don't know. I think it's good weird. I love December. To me, December is about consumption. And it's not just about the gifts you buy or the food you're going to eat. It's about consumption of those those vacation days that you got to use before the year end. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're not going to carry them over. You know, that <laughs> bullshit that your HR department always comes up with. Sure. So it's a little bit of that, a little bit of use up your benefits before they're gone. I'm already getting spammed by my dentist. Come on, you've got more money left. Come get another teeth cleaning. And I'm like, fuck, I just had them cleaned. Relax. That's the last thing I want to give me the reminders about the massages and stuff. Don't give me reminders about dental. Ah. Like talk about things that I'm not interested in. So I was off on Friday. It was a personal day. And what was great about Friday was I thought once I get up, I'm going to go for a massage. I'm going to start off the oh, day with yeah. a massage. Then I'm going to go have a couple of beers with my dad. It, it'd be a great day. They canceled my massage appointment oh. half an hour before the appointment. No, you got canceled on. Wow. Apparently, Julie has COVID or something <laughs> else and didn't want to rub my back at all. Well, you don't want COVID Julie rubbing your back, do you? One thing, we don't know a lot about COVID. We don't know nearly as much as we thought we did. And, and I'm just going to say it. I know for sure that my back cannot catch COVID. Neither can most other parts mm-hmm. of my body. It's got to come in through the mouth. So I think if I'm face down and she's giving me a back rub, I don't give a shit if she's got COVID, RSV, uh, uh, I don't know, Lyme disease. It doesn't give. It doesn't matter to me. Just I wanted that massage, and then they canceled. I and then oh, and get this. So not only did they cancel on me, and I was kind of disappointed. I said, all right, well, do you have anything else this weekend, or maybe Monday or Tuesday in the afternoon? Well, we're booking into next Thursday. If you'd like to leave a credit card number on file. And I said, hold on a second here. I'm a pretty good client. Why do you need a credit card number now? She said, oh, it's just to secure the appointment. I thought, get the fuck out of here. I'll just go somewhere else. A lot else. of places do that now. Kate, but I've, I've gone there before. They know I'm not a deadbeat. They canceled on me. Right, Why would I need it? Right. Maybe I should have collected their credit card just in case they cancel on me again. <laughs> Let me charge you a $10 fee if you don't show up in time. Assholes. I went once to uh, one of the girls who massaged me. And I, I went, there was a, like a trial and error period because like my long-term massage therapist who I love, she's so busy and she runs the business between two different places now. I, maybe even opening a third. I'm not sure because I haven't seen her in so long, but she's so busy and she works limited days. So anyway, it's hard for me to see her. So I went through this phase of like trying to find a massage therapist. And one of the people I went to was wearing this like contraption around their neck. Have you ever seen those ones? Um, like it's, it's so that they don't get sick, but they wear it around their neck. And then there's like a shield up top. Okay. But it's like a, 
I don't even know what exactly it is, but it makes noise. It's like a ventilation system. So during my massage, all I heard was like, from this girl's face contraption. And I thought, this isn't very relaxing. All I hear is your thing cleaning the air. I'm sure that's what it was doing, right? It was like some form of a HEPA filter on her face. But she looked like fucking Bane. And I'm like, I can't can't get a massage with this. I can't do it. It was, I had to sit there on the table for like, for like 90 minutes with this contraption on her face. I could not do it. Did you actually, did you, did you look at her? No, I mean, thank God I was, I mean, I was face down most of the time. Thank and when God. I was face up, I closed my, I never opened my, you don't open your eyes when you're face up on the table. There's certain scenarios where you never make eye contact. You do not make eye contact for the end of a massage when they're rubbing Mm-mm. the upper part of you. Mm-mm. When you're laying on your back for a massage, do not ever make eye contact. No, but then I'm like half asleep too. So like, I couldn't even imagine opening my eyes. I'm like, <laughs> but yeah, this uh, it was too, it was too loud and distracting. I mean, I understand she's close to bodies. This was like, again, this was like high to COVID. This was like 2020. No, it was when they first opened. Maybe it was 2021 beginning of the year or something. I don't know when it was, but she was taking all the precautions, but it was just a little too distracting for me. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh boy. She looks like Bane. <laughs> That's great. Um, I, I, I'm actually kind of encouraged right now. I think you and I have said for a while, it's time for cancel culture to be canceled. It's it, it, enough of canceling people that we disagree with. You sure. just, if you don't, agree with somebody's point of view, maybe try and learn why they feel that way. And if you really don't give a shit either way, just ignore them. And but move on with your day. Yeah. Canceling, I've never been a fan of. And I was really, really worried after this weekend that the great Carrie Price was going to get canceled. But I'm actually pleasantly surprised in that people are coming out in support of Carrie Price, star goaltender for the Montreal Canadiens. Here's what he posted on Instagram. I love my family. I love my country. I care for my neighbor. I'm not a criminal or a threat to society. What the Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, is trying to do is unjust. I support the Canadian Coalition for Firearms Rights, I think. I'm I'm making up that acronym on the fly. Okay. To keep my hunting tools. Thank you for listening to my opinion. What a nice way to put it out there. And he posted a picture of him in hunting gear with his rifle. And it's weird because we all know how they work in Ottawa, right? We've heard them say it. It was Catherine McKenna. She came out and said the strategy that they've worked on for the last eight years. If you say it and you repeat it and you say it louder, people will totally believe you if you just keep saying it and saying it louder. Mm -hmm. And what's the line we keep getting out of Ottawa? We're not trying to take guns from hunters. We're only trying to get the those those nasty handguns and assault rifles off the streets. Well, you can debate until you're blue in the face. I personally don't care about this argument. You can debate until you're blue in the face about whether or not uh, they should ban handguns and assault rifles. But hunting rifles are totally different, and the government swears we're not trying to take them away. But the, that, that's completely contradictory to the way the legislation is written, where the legislation would take away many of the long guns, which are hunting rifles, really? that are in stores. And, and it all has to do with the ammunition. So there's rimfire ammunition and centerfire ammunition. And if I'm not mistaken, they're banning centerfire ammunition. And, and we're talking real small, like 22 caliber. So that's how big a 22 caliber bullet is, Kat. I know that because okay. I have one of those rifles. And, and I have one of these rifles that's about to go illegal. It's a 22 hunting rifle. Okay. And what do you hunt with um, usually with those rifles? That would be small game. 
That okay. would be, you want to take out a, I don't know, a gopher. You want to take out a, okay. a maybe a coyote that's terrorizing your flock or something like okay. that. That's what those would be intended for. It's a very, very small bullet. But because, and it's not a threat to society. It's really not. These are hunting rifles that get used in hunting situations. But because it uses that specific type of ammunition, and they know that in the Department of Public Safety, that would ban all of the guns that use that type of ammo, even though we're talking very insignificant. No crimes get committed with these guns. They're just for hunting. And that's what Carey Price is trying to say. I just really like how he came at it from um, the perspective that he did. Mm -hmm. I do love my country. I love my family. I care for my neighbors. And no, I'm not a criminal and I'm not a threat to society. And he ended it with, thank you for listening to my opinion on that, his platform, which he's allowed to do, abs- which anyone is allowed to do, unless you're hurting you're there to hurt somebody. Well, like a Kanye West, for example, <laughs> there's certainly people that are trying to cancel Carrie Price really? because he's against what this legislation does. And I think that just goes to show you how crazy we've gone. Here's a guy who actually hunts, who has ancestral rights in Canada with indigenous heritage to go out and hunt on the land. His rifles or tools, as he calls them, could end up banned underneath this legislation. Even the CBC has done three articles in three days on how this legislation, as it's written, is not what people thought it was. Mm. We thought they were banning assault rifles. They're actually banning just a lot of regular, common, everyday hunting rifles. The ones that you buy at Bass Pro and sale. Yeah, you need a license for it. But these aren't restricted firearms in any way. They're in the non-restricted category. But the government is still going to take those away. But historically, are those even used in these situations where people lose their lives? No, Thank never. You. Like, is it, then, then why? Like, it, that doesn't make sense to me. And look, I'm, I'm not a hunter, uh, but I'm not also not a hypocritical person who's going to be like, nah, just because I don't like it or do it doesn't mean you... No, it, it seems to me like those assault rifles are the issue. Also... Why don't you focus on the other issue of why are they out there for so many people to grab a hold of, for young people to grab a hold of? Um, Why don't you work on your mental health support so that the people who maybe would have picked one of those up, those assault rifles, and done something, could have got maybe the help that they needed? There's so many other issues before you just go just eliminating some guns from people who weren't planning to use it for those purposes to begin with. I don't get it. I I really don't either. I I just, again, we've talked about it. It was several months ago, but I just want to tell you again, one more time, for those who are on the fence about this and wondering, would my government lie to me about this? Because they swear they're only banning assault rifles. They're not taking away regular lawful hunting rifles. They're not. They said they're not. Okay, well, here's the deal. To get licensed in Canada... You have to take a course. It's a safety course. Mm -hmm. It's a history of firearms course. They show you how to load them, how to clean them. They show you all the different types of ammunition, what to look for when you're shopping, all that sort of thing. It's an extremely comprehensive course. Then you have to write an exam. This is just for non-restricted, by the way, which is hunting rifles. If you want restricted, which would be a handgun, which apparently you can't even get anymore, then you would take an even longer course. But after you've taken the course, they're going to grade your paper. They'll send you your results. Then you have to wait months before you can even apply. It's a cooling off period. Then it's going to take months for the RCMP to dig into every single piece of your history. They're going to look at your criminal record. They're going to look at everything. Then once they've made a determination that you're safe, you're not a threat, and you truly are just using it for recreational or hunting purposes, 
Then they're going to kick it to your local police force, Mm -hmm. who's again going to do it. Then you're going to get called into the police station for an interview where they ask you why you want a gun. (laughs) There's a lot of layers to it. And then once you're approved by both levels of police, another wait, and eventually you'll get your card in the mail. And when you buy a gun, they're going to take down the serial number. They're going to say... They'll know where you bought it, how much you paid for it. They know what kind of ammunition it uses, what kind of a clip it has, what kind of modifications you could possibly do to it. And by the way, these hunting rifles don't even really accommodate many accommodations. I mean, these are ones that hold five bullets in the clip and one in the chamber. To fire two shots in a row is a long process because you've got to uncock it. You've got to get the old shell out. Then you've got to recock it, get a new bullet in the chamber. This isn't like the mass shooting type Mm -hmm. weapons that they use in the States. It is crazy that they're even contemplating going after these. And and whether you agree with hunting or not, it doesn't change the fact that some people need to, and and we can't ban them. And there's some people who have an ancestral right to do it on this land and, and we can't restrict them either. So my opinion, which is backed up, by Carey Price, the Canadian Coalition of Firearms uh, Owners. We've got the CBC now. Everybody is mm-hmm. saying the same thing. The law that's there right now is restricting hunting rifles. The ones that wow. are never used in crimes, the ones that are just there for people who want to shoot recreationally or people who want to hunt with them. Yeah. I, I personally don't hunt, but I do shoot recreationally, and I love it. It's a great hobby. It's a great pastime. It's so good yeah. for hand-eye coordination. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've got to factor in things like wind and, and weather conditions. I mean, there's so much strategy that goes into making a successful shot. It, it is a yeah. bona fide sport. Okay, I've learned a lot about this because one of my jobs is I, I'm actually the voice of... Uh, of Modern Hunter, um, which used to be Deer Tech TV. You can look oh, it up. Great. And I, I voice all the stuff for that. So that's a world I'm not in, into at all. Um, but again, like I'm not going to be a hypocritical person that just because I don't hunt. Like, I mean, I understand why some people hunt. Like you said, some people hunt out of necessity and there's a lot of skill to it. And also, I'm not going to be hypocritical in that, you know, I had steak yesterday. You know, like who, yeah. who am I? Who am I to judge? So uh, anyway, if anyone's interested, look it up. Um, Modern Hunter, because they actually have a lot of interesting stuff. Well, we're on the note of it anyway. Sure. Uh, I want to mention this. You have an Australian shepherd, right? I do. Okay. My little Leo. All right. All right. Um, this is a story actually about a sheepdog. So okay. I think this is going to be a cross between my dog and your dog. Roughly in the family. Sure. A sheepdog who apparently is like Bruce fucking Willis in Die Hard, had a long night's rest after it was able to fend off and kill eight coyotes Whoa! while this sheepdog was guarding a herd of sheep and goats. Whoa, whoa. Well, who needs a rifle when you got that dog? No kidding. <laughs> we knew he was hurt because we found parts of, uh, we found fur and a little bit of blood, and we were worried. Eventually... Casper returned to the family home. The dog had a wound on its neck and on its side. He was kind of looking at me like, uh, stop looking at me and and take care of me. So the owner here, his name is John, jumped in and rushed him to the vet. Looks like a coyote got a hold of him and bit hard. The Lifeline Animal Project, an organization with a mission to end euthanasia of healthy animals, thank God they exist, has stepped in to raise money to cover Casper's hospital bills. They figure it's going to be a few thousand dollars. Hmm. This dog, Casper, is credited with defending the entire flock. Eight coyotes tried to go after these sheep and goats and didn't get one of them because this one sheep dog 
fought off and killed Good eight boy. different coyotes. Oh my gosh, and killed them too. Not even like, oh, you know, really badly injured ones so he scared the rest off. He actually killed them all? Yep. That is insane. Absolutely. I've got another dog story in the news. Wow. Police had to think quick and react when there was an out-of-control driver, they assumed this was a drunk driver, in a Walmart parking lot. This happened just last week. So they got the call. There's a truck crashing into cars in the Walmart parking lot. Hey, that's a concern. So they were lights and sirens. They were just gunning it Mm -hmm. right there to that Walmart. They got in there as the car was starting to slow down. So they boxed it in. They're like, ready to go. Guns drawn. What the hell's going on here? There's a dog in the car. Oh, oh, no. Get this. Somebody <laughs> took their dog with them to Walmart and decided, I'm going to leave the dog in the car because they don't like it in Walmart when you bring your dog in. Sure. Dog's in the car, and the car had a little bit of damage to the steering column. So between that and the fact that the dog's leash got caught on the e-brake, it was able to get the car going. Whoa. Two different, three different things, if you include the fact that the owner left the dog alone in the car. Three different things had to happen here. The owner left the dog in the car, the leash got caught on the e-brake, and the car had some damage to the steering column, which allowed it to be shifted into drive easily. This fucking dog went on a drive in the Walmart parking lot and only managed to hit two or three cars. That's amazing. It's Christmas time. You see me rolling, hating. <laughs> Holy shit. I would have loved to hear that conversation with the insurance company on the other side of that. What do you think that sounded like? Could like, you imagine like, hey, uh, yeah, I, uh, am I insured for this? Uh, no, it wasn't me. It, wasn't, it, was, it was my dog. My dog did it. Interesting question, because if I loan my car to you and you get in an accident, it's your insurance that covers it. Yeah. Isn't it? I think it's your I insurance. Think, I think so. I think so. But do you have to do something in particular to make sure that other people's insurances can help your car out, basically, if I fuck it up? Because I know that's a great question, actually. And then a dog comes into the mix, and I don't think that's ever going to be covered for you. Well, you know those dogs. Or sorry, those insurance companies. They're they always, are dogs. Sometimes are dogs. No, Is that why I said animals. that? <laughs> Absolute unforgiving animals yeah, 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 that yeah, are insurance yeah, yeah. adjusters. We know this. Yeah, we know this. It happens. But if they find out that this happened, you watch. How much longer until that's an add-on in your policy? Would you like to add some insurance in case your dog accidentally shifts your car to drive and crashes into something? Mm, add that extra coverage? Or they'll just make it compulsory. Everybody, no matter how many legs they have, anyone who lives in your house needs to be covered under the policy or they can't drive the car. Now, of course, a dog can't drive a car, but holy shit, this is, apparently it's not hard to do if you're a dog. Get the car into drive. That's scary stuff. Let's look uh, Let's look at the online world of dating for a second. It's been a minute. Uh, this one is from one of the popular dating sites who probably should be sponsoring this pod and isn't, so I'm not going to name them. Oh, you should. Uh, any dating apps who'd like to come on board, we'd love to have you. Thank you. And we'll only talk about your stuff going forward. 47% of people say they have intentionally lied or stretched the truth in their online dating description. Hmm. More common among men than women. 51% of men, 44% of women admit They intentionally lied on their profile. Mm. Interestingly enough, one of the most common things that they lied about was their hair. What? 61% have lied about their hair. Uh, I thought that was stupid Like that they have it or like what color? Right. So I thought it was like their style or something. And I thought, why would you lie about that? Even if you 
don't like maybe you used to have a man bun <laughs> if you don't have it anymore you can't say that you still do like that sort of shit but no they're talking specifically about the amount of women who lie about it, it being their natural hair color oh. or if their hair is dyed do you need to say that though like i mean if, if you went blonde but you're not actually blonde if you put on your profile like eyes you know green hair blonde Okay, well, if in the picture it looks blonde, like, what does it matter? Does that actually matter? I don't know. I'm not sure why you would specify. In, in this why? picture, I'm a blonde, but I'm well, actually a brunette. But then look at the photo. Like, why can't people just look at photos? Like, why do you even need to have descriptions of it? It doesn't make sense to me. We judge people off the photo, don't we? Guys most often lie or conceal the fact that they are losing their hair, either receding hairline oh. or balding. Well, and again, what do you, you there's, is there a space for that on the profile? Like, just so you know. Full disclosure, <laughs> I'm almost that's, bald. What? Just that's, so you know. That's not even a thing on there. Then who's asking? Like, if you're interested in a date with someone, are there actually, like, women, for example, who would ask a man, like, yeah, cool, cool. So before we go out, like, when you turn around, <laughs> am I going to see scalp? Like, is anyone asking that? <laughs> who's doing that? And that's so shallow. I agree with you. I, I don't know that it should play into it. And, hey, Different people like different things. Yeah. There's some women who love bald sure. men. That takes me off the table because while it's not as full as it used to be, I have a full head of hair at my age, so I'm, I'm doing pretty good. There's some people who love that and don't want to date a bald guy. And I don't know, maybe there's some people who are into blondes. Turns out she's actually a brunette. Who gives so a shit? So does that impact? That's the thing. Like, I don't only, understand how that, that shouldn't, then you're on the dating app for the wrong reasons. Am I wrong there? You're on there to get laid. Let's call a spade a spade. You're on there to try and hook up. And if somebody actually agrees to hook up with you, who gives a shit yeah. what color their hair is? Are you is? making babies with them? I don't think you have that plan in place. At least not right away. Well, it should be in the back of your mind, just in case. And would those things, I wonder how many people really that does factor in with too. Is, is what you're like genetically. Because all those things we're mentioning right now are kind of like genetic, aren't they? Sure, yeah. Like, does that factor in? Does someone's decision in staying with someone or wanting to at least pursue the, the relationship? They're like, oh, but then if I have a boy, maybe they'll go bald, so forget that. Like, who's doing that? Nobody's thinking that I far down the under, line. Thank you. Like, that's not what the dating apps are for, so why do you give a shit? By the way, by, if you're thinking about having kids with someone you see online today... By the time those kids are old <laughs> enough to worry about a receding hairline, they'll almost certainly have a cure for baldness. Oh, yeah, true. Who cares? Yeah. The second most common thing that they lie about, though, is their career. That's another one where you're going to get caught. I don't that know why sense. people lie about that. Because people make up their job. You know what it is? It's the job titles. You guys are fucking around with those way too much. That's the LinkedIn effect. Yes, that is the LinkedIn effect. A security analyst, management uh, supervisor. Like, what? What does that even mean? What do you do? I still don't understand. <laughs> and some people's job titles, if they really are that long, truly, you know what I would do? I would go to my employer and be like, this needs to be shortened. Like, how do you tell people what you do? I understand the people who have like the alphabet soup beside their name. Hey, that's impressive. Sure. You know, you got RN, this, you got a bunch of different letters. PhD. We know you went to school for a long time. That's what that shows me. Good for you. Fine. But can we at least like sum it up in one title and then add the little alphabet soup at the end? Instead of being an analyst, supervisor, specialist, <laughs> intra extraordinaire, whatever the fuck it is, shorten it. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. 
Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. Do you see what Cara Delevingne said on the weekend? Oh, no. You know, Cara Delevingne, I hope, uh, sometimes she just, she's out there. So I could only imagine. I didn't see exactly what she said this time. Cara Delevingne says men do not have the right tools to sexually please a woman. Oh. The 30-year-old model made the statement in her new six-part BBC three docu-series, Planet Sex, where she talks to scientists and activists about sexuality and meets uh, 2S LGBTQ plus people from all over the world. The Vogue cover star said, I do, I do feel that generally men are not equipped with the right tools to be able to handle women, especially sexually. Okay. She is gay, for those who don't know. Yeah. How would she know? That's her pickup line. <laughs> that would be a great pickup line, right? Like, oh, you're with a man? You know, they can't do it. Um, listen, I think that studying is key. Is there something to be said for that, though? Experience goes a long way. A long, long way. Uh, yes. And taking the time to understand it is important. I think that going into a sexual situation for a man with a woman, for example, yeah, there's a lot to learn. You're not going to hit a home run the first time. You're not going to hit a home run the first several times. I guarantee you. It takes a lot of experience because it's a very complicated machine, us women. Yeah, but you know what? A lot can happen in the bedroom. Sometimes you get lucky and it's just like a, a an automatic pass to first base or a walk or something like that. Like, you can get lucky without even realizing you were doing something right. But it's not about right. getting lucky. It's about pleasing properly. I- exactly. But I mean, you could end up inadvertently end up doing it exactly right when you didn't know what you were oh, doing. Gotcha. You were just trial and error. <laughs> it's like when you're playing a video game and you just mash the buttons and somehow you fucking win. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Exactly. Hey, I fucking won that fight. I just hit a bunch of buttons at the same time. <laughs> Does she mean though, and she says, again, I do feel that generally... Men are not equipped with the right tools to be able to handle women, especially sexually. Okay, so especially sexually. But by the way, she could be talking about different tools. As I think about this more, and maybe I shouldn't go too deep. It's Cara Delevingne. Is she talking- I think she wants you to go deeper. Okay. Like I'm th- think- okay, sorry, okay, you go ahead. So, so if Cara, if I'm correct here, maybe she's thinking more mentally and physically, not just physically. There's a mental side to it too, right? There's an emotional side to it too. There's many sides. And that's what I initially thought. Right. When I heard this, I right. thought, okay, yeah, I mean, there's definitely differences in maturity in some circumstances. There's definitely uh, uh, different priorities for a lot of people. Uh, and, and maybe just a, a general excess amount of masculinity, whereas she would prefer more femininity in her relationships or something like that. That's what I took from it. (laughs) Yeah. But then when she said, especially sexually, I thought, is is that a shot at men's penises that they're not designed properly or that they don't work right? Or, or is that what she means? Well, it's more than just that as a tool. There's lots of tools in, in the toolbox that could be used that maybe she means are not utilized. Okay, are, are you suggesting that men uh, on their own can't really get the job done and maybe they should bring the toy box in and, and, no, and no, go no, that no, way? No, 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 no. I'm saying there's more tools in the toolbox than just a penis. And I'm not sure how many people understand this. Well, sure. There's fingers, hands, Has the shoulders, fists. knees and toes, yeah, yeah, tongue can... and fingers. There's really <laughs> not a lot that you can't use, to be honest with you. Whatever gets the job done, I suppose, And you can use that jingle, love shop. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Maybe that's what she maybe that's what she is referring to. I don't know. I don't know because I didn't watch it. Planet Sex? Planet Sex okay. is a six-part BBC3 docu-series. I might actually watch that because I'm really kind of curious to hear what she has to say. Is she saying that a guy, let's use me as an example. 
I don't have the right parts to satisfy a woman sexually. Okay, well, what is it I'm missing? What could be different? Would she like to redesign the male physique? Would she like to re-educate all men? Because I actually don't think that's a bad idea. I think a lot of people could probably benefit from a refresher. Maybe she'll come out on TV and say, here's what you're supposed to do. I think a lot of light bulbs would go off over guys' heads thinking, oh, fuck, that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, maybe that's what we need to educate, start educating about more. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where you'd take that class. <laughs> Today is National Bathtub Party Day. Most of the time when it's a national day, we will just mention the food type things. And, and like yesterday, Sunday was National Cookie Day, for example. I baked chocolate chip cookies oh, just because I wanted cookies and it was a big day. But bathtub party day is a different one. And I'm not even exactly sure where it came from or why, mm -hmm. but I believe... Oh, it doesn't even have like a history attached to it? Just random day? Well, I mean, somebody, in order to get a national day, you need to petition and then you need signatures on it. And once there's enough interest in celebrating a specific day, maybe we wanted to create a national radio microphone windsock day. <laughs> That's what we put over the microphone so that we don't pop our yeah. peas and shit like that. Well... If they wanted to have that day, I could suggest it, and then I'd have to go and get maybe you and, and Dave. I'll sign and, that and petition. A whole bunch of other people. Have that boring fucking day. Let's and, do it. And then we'll just celebrate it on whatever day we decide is appropriate. For bathtub party day, it's twofold. Number one, some people, particularly the little ones, that don't like going in the tub. Well, now you make it a party and you have toys in I've there done and that. things like that. They have all kinds of shit to make that a party for kids. If we're talking about kids specifically, they've got bath. They got bath paint now. Bath crayons, all that shit. Oh, that sounds like a disaster to clean the tub. Well, it's, it's not that bad. It rinses off pretty easily. That's how it's made. It's made that way. Um, but yeah, a little bath party, a little music, a little some bubbles. Sure, that's fun. That's easy, though. That's for the little ones. Those are the, yeah, that's easy. Then there's the rest of us. Yeah, how, do, how does that work? You can have yourself a bathtub party. Uh, if you have a hot tub, great. You know that you can fit multiple people in there and you do whatever the fuck you want to do in your hot tub. If it's a bathtub, though, you've got to be a little more creative. Maybe tonight's the night you and your partner jump in the tub and have yourself a little bathtub party. If you have a jacuzzi, especially. I got me a jacuzzi and I love it. Can I tell you that's probably the biggest scam going when you build or buy a new built home? Do you want the jacuzzi tub? And you always think, yeah, I want the jacuzzi tub. That's great. I'll pay 10 grand more to get the jacuzzi tub in the ensuite. If you even have a bath, you're not going to use the jacuzzi I that use often. It. How I often do it. you use it? Oh, at, le at least a couple times a month, which is a lot for me because I'm not like a bath person, but I still will use the jacuzzi tub. Have you ever said to your husband, honey, the bubbles are going. Jump in. It's bathtub party day. Of course I have. That's not even, The rest is none of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you celebrate the national days all the time. This one, I'm like, okay, I could go for a jacuzzi. So... I have a jacuzzi or I have a hot tub and it's great. Right. I love it a lot. And and again, my, my girlfriend and I can be in there anytime together sure. and have fun. The tub's a little bit different though. The hot tub has got a filter and nice chemicals and stuff like that. A bath is just water with your filth in it. It's a you soup. <laughs> and when your partner jumps in, then it's a you and them soup yeah, of just it is. shit floating in the tub. And I don't know if that's what really- What shit is floating in the tub? The dead skin and whatever dirt you had on you. And I don't know, a little bit of his cologne and your perfume mixing together to create that weird film on top. Like there's been an oil <laughs> spill. Me, I have gel in my hair. And, and if I get my hair wet, then it's going to be in the tub. 
all sorts of stuff. Right, just, right, right. And you're sitting in it. And I just don't know if, if a bathtub party is necessarily the party I want to be at. I don't know. I think it's worth a try. Well, <laughs> here's what you do, everyone. If you want to celebrate bathtub party day, it's today, December 5th, and it is this day every year, invite somebody over. Tell them, hey. Make it a real party. I'm getting in the tub. Oh, that's awkward. Bring a bottle of wine. I'll see you in the tub. Someone who you're romantically interested in, obviously. No, I'm thinking like your boss or coworker. <laughs> or... I want you to text. I want you to text Dave tonight. <laughs> I want you to get. <laughs> you imagine. Get it all set up. Get some candles going, and just send him a text to say, "So you coming?" <laughs> <laughs> so he would instinctively think, "Okay, this is a bit that he's doing," or he'd think. Yeah fucking guy texted the wrong he number. He texted the wrong person. Yeah. Then he'd start trying to figure out who were you texting? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah, I would not, uh, I, I don't <laughs> think I would do that for Dave. A tub with Dave. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Great. <laughs> we got to go, everybody. Have a great Monday. We'll have a brand new episode of After 9 for you tomorrow. Bye. For the first time ever, New York City has been named the most expensive city in the world. Things are so expensive, the Statue of Liberty just started in OnlyFans. <laughs> Things are so expensive, pickpockets are running credit checks to see if you're worth the effort. <laughs> well, I heard that in an effort to compete with Dollar General, Family Dollar is lowering their prices. <laughs> their prices are so low that they're now changing their name to Family Crypto. A police officer in New York State is being called the baby whisperer after he helped deliver his fifth baby in nine years. Only five babies in nine years, said Nick Cannon. <laughs> the After Nine podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.